Well, good morning. Uh, I want to thank you on behalf of the family for joining us here today. As as we have come together to celebrate the life of Virginia Townsend, and uh, I'm always struck how how do we do justice? <clears throat> how do we express the life of an individual in one service? And of course, I I cannot do that. But I thank you for. Uh, coming here together to to celebrate her life, what she meant to you, what she meant to so many. Uh, if you would, please join with me in prayer. God, our Father in heaven, we thank you for this day, for allowing us to gather together to to celebrate your daughter. God, we ask that you would be honored and glorified. We ask you that Virginia would be honored today, uh, but even more importantly than that, that, that you would be honored today as, as well. We ask that in your name. Amen. So I think what I'd like uh, to begin with is I, I'd simply like to read the uh, the obituary that the family put together for Virginia. It says that Virginia Townsend stepped out of the confines of her earthly body into her heavenly home on November 7th, 2022. She was born to Howard and Elizabeth Boss on June 11th, 1938. She lived much of her life in Plainwell and Allegan, and in fact, she graduated from Plainwell High School. She was preceded in death by her parents, her siblings, and her son, Frank Townsend III. She is survived by her children, Michelle and her husband, Tony Serna, Cheryl and her husband, Bill Smith, John Townsend, Nanette Townsend, her 11 grandchildren and her 16 great-grandchildren, and of course, many nieces, nephews, cousins, extended family and friends that are gathered here with us today. Her legacy to each of us here is her love for life, her compassion, and her generosity. She loved cooking, baking, singing with her trademark of all was serving of which all who knew her were the beneficiaries. We will miss her, but her legacy continues from generation to generation because more than anything else, she loved Jesus. And by that love filled obedience, she shaped all of us. Now on the screen, you see first Corinthians 15 54 through 55, which says this, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? That's why it's important to remember that we are here to celebrate the life of Virginia And not just mourn her death. Because in Christ, death is not final. In Christ, there is victory. In Christ, we mourn, but not as those without hope. I want to read for you Psalm 79, 13, which says this. But we, your people, 
the sheep of your pasture, will give thanks to you forever. From generation to generation, we will recount your praise. You see, we are all here to celebrate the life of Virginia and what she meant to all of us. And not only us, but from generation to generation, her obedience, her faithfulness to Christ Jesus will go forward. And that's why uh, the family picked for us a song called The Blessing. Uh, So I'm going to play that song for you. Uh, I would love for you to listen to that and, and think about your memories with and of Virginia. And in fact, you can even sing along with that song if you'd like to. I'm going to play you that song now. Well, in just a little bit, I'd like to open up the microphone if there are anyone here who would like to share their memories and thoughts about Virginia. And uh, I tell you that now so as to give you some time and to maybe think through if there's anything that you'd like to share uh, as as I share my impressions of her. And so please uh, prepare yourselves for that. But uh, my impressions of Virginia as follows. I, I was lucky and I, I married into the family. And so I am not uh, blessed to be a blood relative, but but I am a relative nonetheless. And some of the things that stuck out to me about uh, Virginia, I, I guess, were first and foremost, so, some of the obvious, you know, and kind of surface things like she loved to fish. Uh, in, in fact, uh, she took our boys fishing before. There was a pond back behind her house and, and she took them fishing there. And um, she loved gardening. I, I, I know that because uh, at her house, she had lots of little garden beds. Uh, in, in fact, she was raised on the on the farm. And, and so I think that was kind of in her DNA to like those things. And so she would come to our house and, and we would go to her house sometimes. And uh, I remember all of her flowers and her little garden patches and how she really enjoyed to do that. And it's, it's probably uh, her cooking that made it so that she liked gardening because everybody knows that uh, as a chef, you want fresh, good ingredients, right? And so I know that she also loved to cook because she would come to our house and she would bake cookies with the kids or during holiday times, we would we would go and join her and, and she would always be uh, with us around the table. I also know some other things she enjoyed to do was searching for mushrooms and asparagus. And uh, there's uh, there's even a, a, a story that I had heard from, from Cheryl of when they were younger where Virginia was actually out hunting for asparagus with the kids and, and inadvertently, I, I think, uh, was hunting for asparagus in a farmer's asparagus field, or at least in a, a planted asparagus patch is, is what it sounds like. And so she would find her way into some situations like that. And I guess moving forward from just kind of the surface things of, of things that she liked uh, were more characteristic traits about her. And the asparagus one is, is really good lead for that because Virginia was such a wonderful person, but she was she was sometimes slightly clumsy, right? Uh, I, I remember a story that the, that the family told me that uh, she had actually at one point sh- shut her head in a, in a car door and, and praise the Lord, there was no serious damage done. <coughs> Another story that I was 
told about Virginia was, uh, it was, it was winter time and she lived within walking and bike riding distance of her, of her job. And, and so even though it was winter, she knew that she was supposed to be at work. And so, because she was, um, she was tenacious and she loved to serve others. She, she, even though it was wintertime, she got on her bike and she was, she was riding there during bad winter weather. And, and she ended up, as you might guess, she ended up falling off of her bike, actually crashing, uh, halfway to work or a little over halfway to work. And, and so the, the story goes that she kind of sat there for a minute, kind of wondering if she should continue on or, or not. And she decided that she would continue on. And so she, she got up, dusted herself off kind of thing and got back on her bike and continued to ride on to work only upon when she got there, uh, receiving looks from everybody that almost looks of horror because what she didn't know is when she had fallen off her bike, she had actually split her chin. And so on the way there during the wintertime, the front of her was just covered with iced up blood because her chin had been, had been bleeding, but because she was service driven, because she was tenacious, she kept going anyway. And, and, uh, the story behind that is, is, is her response about that. She, so she got to work and instead of going home, she just kind of cleaned herself up in the bathroom and continued to do whatever she was supposed to do for the day. And, and her response was, you know, what's, what's one more scar on the chin of an old lady. And I think that speaks to her, her character. Uh, another story that the family has shared with me is she desired to bless people around her. And, and one of the stories is when she wanted to get her granddaughters, uh, a little pool that they could, uh, just enjoy during the summer months. And so here you have, uh, Virginia d- driving a little Bethany and little Elisa, uh, with a pool that she had picked up from, from some store somewhere. And the pool is on top of the car and you have little Elisa hanging on outside of the window of one side and Bethany holding on uh, to the other side of the pool as they're going down the road. And, and apparently the story also goes that uh, at some point uh, because of the wind, as you can imagine uh, that being almost like a sail on top of their car, that the Bethany let, let go of her side. And so Elisa is holding on for dear life on her side until Virginia is able to, to pull the car over and hold on on her side. And so then the, all three of the girls uh, holding on to the pool to, to bring it home. Now I think, uh, some of this, uh, these interesting and funny stories of, of Virginia really, again, speak to her, her character. And so as we continue to go through the layers of who Virginia was, it's important to talk about uh, where she came from. And, uh, you know, she was, she was raised on a farm and she loved being on the farm, but as some farmers are, and as people of her generation might, might be relatable to that, she, she grew up on the farm. And so that meant that there. They went through tough times and show she was poor when she was young and she learned to be content with what she had. And she also learned what it meant to be generous. In fact, when she was young, there was a, a train track that, that ran somewhere close by their, their home. And as a young girl, she would, when she heard the train coming, she would run out to go see the train and the conductor would throw candy out to her as, as they went by. And I, I just, I, it reminds me of the ice cream trucks of, of today, how, sh- how she would go and, and do that. And so it's because of her upbringing that she learned to be content and she learned to be generous and she wanted to bless those around her. But it was even more than that, because when she was young, that's when she met Jesus. 
And so from the moment that she met Jesus, her life was forever changed. And so again, as we think about Virginia, as we're here to celebrate Virginia, we know that she was always serving. She was sharing the gospel. Another one of the stories that family had told me was when Virginia was working at the, at PIP or other places like it, she was walking by this one uh, uh, apartment or, or group home or something like that. And there was a mailbox that seemed like it was so full. It was, it was, it was overflowing with mail. And so Virginia knew that either they were on vacation or they weren't able to get to their mailbox. And so she pulled out the mail. She walked up to the house and she found out that it was actually that they were home and they weren't able to get to their mailbox. And so she began to basically uh, adopt these people. She would stop by, she would bring mail, she would bring food, she would come and just talk with them. And and another one of uh, the stories I heard about Virginia was uh, there was a, a man who was obviously very much down on his luck and Virginia did not hesitate to share the gospel with him. But she did more than just share it. She lived it. She loved well. I think that's the best memory all of us have of Virginia was how she loved well. She would come and she would illustrate the gospel to us personally in my own house to my own children as she came and she read books to them. She would come and bake with them. Like I already said, Uh, she would show them what it is to serve, what it is to love. That's the memories from our Gruss clan. I want to open up the floor to you now. If if any of you would like to share any of your own memories and stories about Virginia, I'd like to open that up to you now. Well, again, I just want to thank you for sharing. I want to thank you for coming. And before we dismiss downstairs to, uh, to enjoy the, a lunch that, that we have to continue to celebrate and share memories with Virginia, I, I would be doing her a disservice if I didn't share with you some truths from God's word. And so I, I want to read from you to you. I want to read to you from John 14, one through three, which says this, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. You see, that's where Virginia is now. On the day that Virginia stepped from her earthly body to her heavenly home, November 7th, 2022, Jesus came for her. It's not just that she just went away. It's that she went home. Her place was ready. Jesus had finished it. And so let your hearts today not be troubled 
but rather believe in God and believe all the more in Christ Jesus, who is the one who took Virginia to be with him. And that is a hope that any of us can have, and we can all share. But it's important that we understand what Romans 3.23 says. It says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, which means that Virginia knew, and she would want you to know, that none of us deserve this kind of favor from the Lord. None of us deserve for him to come and retrieve us and bring us to his home to be with him. It's not something that we have earned. In fact, it is quite the opposite. Scripture tells us that none of us deserve this kind of treatment. Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages of sin is death. But then it gives us hope. It tells us that although death, and not just physical death, but eternal separation from God, although that's what we deserve, the Bible tells us that the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that is what Virginia believed. One of her favorite verses, and of course it should be, is John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And because Virginia believed in him, she had eternal life. She has it now. Verse 17 and 18 continue. It says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that we might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. If you're here this morning, I can tell you wholeheartedly that Virginia wants you to believe in Christ Jesus. Virginia does not want you to be condemned. Virginia wants you to be saved. And the way that you receive that is just as easy as it was for Virginia. Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is why as we gather together to celebrate Virginia's life, we are not simply mourning her death. We are celebrating her life and not hers alone, but the life that she has in Christ Jesus, because Virginia is with Jesus. I want to read to you the lyrics of a song that Nan, Virginia's daughter, was able to play on the piano with Virginia as she passed away. I want you to listen to the words of this song. It says, The timeless theme, earth and heaven will pass away. It's not a dream. God will make all things new that day. Gone is the curse from which I stumbled and fell. Evil is banished to eternal hell. No more night, no more pain, no more tears, never crying again. And praises to the great I am. We will live in the light of the risen Lamb. See all around, now the nations bow down to sing. The only sound is the praises to Christ, our King. Slowly the names from the book are read. I know the king. There's no need to dread. No more night. 
no more pain, no more tears, never crying again. And praises to the great I am. We will live in the light of the risen lamb. See over there, there's a mansion. Oh, that's prepared just for me. Where I will live with my savior eternally. And there will be no more night, no more pain, no more tears, never crying again. And praises to the great I am. We will live in the light of the risen lamb. I want to thank you for coming. I want to thank you for celebrating the life, the life of Virginia Townsend and how she has touched us all. May we give glory to God for allowing us a short time to be in her presence. And may we give glory to God that now for eternity, she is in his.